Hello, ladies and germs. This is RJ again. You'll be popping into a roundtable after a Saturday work session with Voice First Tech. Um, when we jump right in, Pat will be talking about how we have multiple front ends, but one back end for the My Dry Cleaner platform. The reason we want multiple front ends is because dry cleaners want to be able to have individual branding and reviews for their voice app. Okay, go. So we're talking about how we make one code base for all dry cleaners, but the dry cleaners that pay for the Platinum plan have their own actual app that people can review in the Alexa and the Google Store. So, And we want to make it so that our customer onboarding is easier. So that way, when a new dry cleaner joins the voice dry cleaner community, we don't have to go and republish uh, the app every time we don't need to add a new lambda function every time we want it to be seamless Instantaneous and automatic So we've been talking a little bit and I think what that's gonna look like is when someone queries champion cleaner Their Alexa device will send back the application ID that they were trying to use So then in our lambda function the first thing that gets triggered is the Jovo intense on request and then after on request launch gets triggered so in the launch function We'll want to take the application ID that we received, query Firebase, and say, hey, what is the business name for this app ID? Firebase will then say, oh, okay, it's this business. It'll give us a business name back, and then we just populate as a session attribute throughout the entire app the new business name. So that works great. Someone queries Champion Cleaner, Firebase gives us that it's Champion Cleaner and labels the entire app as Champion Cleaner. Someone else says, hey, Lexi, launch AppThorpe Cleaners, and then it populates the entire app with AppThorpe Cleaners. When a new dry cleaner comes on, rather than having to update and change the Lambda function and create a new Lambda function for the business, which is what we have to do right now, we have to create, publish, and set up a new Lambda function. Instead, when they create and pay for their business, it'll automatically add that business into Firebase. Firebase. Then, when we create the front-end uh, Alexa skill. Then we'll add in that skill ID into Firebase as well. That way every single time someone queries, it'll automatically get that data for um, customers, for, for, for the new dry cleaner. So the steps on our part, when a new dry cleaner joins our business, the only thing that we have to do is take the app ID from this, uh, I'm sorry, the skill ID from the new skill that we created on Amazon Alexa, put that into Firebase, and then the entire app will be updated um, to accept that new business. So it'll eliminate the entire first five or six steps of, hmm. right now our process is a new business buys, I get a text notification, I then copy and paste our existing Lambda function, swap out data like the phone number, the business name, etc. Put that up and then I continue to set it up. So it'll eliminate all of those steps and now we just have to add one data point into Firebase and everything else will be updated on its own. That'll also make it start to work it in to be easier for customers to update their own info because if, if, if our Lambda functions are checking our database rather than having, the, right now the phone number is hard-coded inside of our Lambda functions. If instead of being hard, the, and it being hard-coded, the disadvantage of that is that for a business to update it, the code itself needs to be changed. The hard-coded value needs to be changed. If we're querying the database to get the business info, then 
when someone changes their phone number on the website, it can automatically update Firebase. So then the next time someone queries the database, it'll send the verification text to the new business. So, so this is like a nice roll in two of us want yeah. making it so that dry cleaners. They're both associated now Heck yeah. with search console stuff. What'd you just do? It's just connected to search console, both of them now, so we'll get to that. So. Alec has been helping us with our search engine optimization, and he's gotten us hooked up with Google Analytics. Google Marketing Platform. How much battery? Um, what did, what, how difficult was it for you to add uh, Google Analytics or Google Marketing into our websites? Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty easy. Google makes it pretty easy to do. Uh, you just have to add some code into the website, and now we'll be getting. Uh, lots of data that we can hopefully leverage to find more customers and things like that. Alec took, he was walking us through the data that we can see already. Just by adding those little tags into our header, we were able to get a lot of information back, like the demographics, the where we were able to see where the traffic was being directed from. So we could see if it was directed from social media sites versus search. Versus search. And then there was another one, maybe emails. Yeah. But it, it direct it showed us where all the traffic was coming from, which is awesome. And then Alec enabled Search Console, so now we should be able to see the terms people are searching for that lead them to our site, so then we can start to hack away at SEO to figure out what we gotta do to get our business listed on the first page of Amazon Alexa, of Google, not on Amazon Alexa. So, but we could be the first to app too. So it's our website? And not like, like dry cleaner websites and such. Well, he just—I don't—I don't even know how you just got it up already. I, I don't know. You put. Yeah. I didn't put the tag in yet. <laughs> then it must just work with the analytics tag. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to do anything then. So what did you work on, Carlos? You were doing your Upwork profile, right? Yep. I was, you know, uploading and writing stuff for Upwork, and now I'm going to be working on turning things into Spanish. I'm in the middle of downloading the repository <coughs> for my dry cleaner. And I mean, I basically am going to just take a language model, make a copy, and then just translate it on over to Spanish. Perfect. I think you should work on Sudsies because they're in Miami. And they have a big, uh, like, Spanish-speaking uh, Well, I mean, I, I figured if we just take a general language model and just make it into Spanish, we can use it for... Most of, actually, all of them. All of them. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Because the language model isn't business specific, it's oh, just yeah. a language model. So yeah, when, <laughs> once Carlos makes it, not only will we have it for all, for Sudsies, we'll have it for all of our existing dry cleaners, and yeah. any new dry cleaner, we'll have that Spanish in. Yeah. Which is I amazing. Mean, that'll be so, that won't be that hard. The only, can you do Portuguese too, right? It does add a little bit more work as we expand the app, because now when we add on a new intent, we're gonna have to define it for English yeah. and for Spanish. Yeah. And if we add on another language model, we're gonna have to do Portuguese. All three. Yeah. That's what happens when you're an international company. I yeah, guess. we it's, we need yeah. to do it. Like, yeah, we have to let more people use our apps. There should be something, some way to make it more convenient. Because I know instead of just having three different tents or two different tents for two different languages, you know, can you just put like, you know, two, two languages on in one intent. Say again? Can you, Tell like, put, use, like, two different language models for, like, 
one. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that if you say launch my dry cleaner, you can say like, yeah. um, pick up or delivery. How do you say pick up in Spanish? Recoger. What? Recoger. 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 Like yeah. the verb. Okay. So recoger or pick up. And then either one, you say either one of those and it works. Because with Google, you can speak Spanish or English and it will understand you. So that that's what creating the other language model will do. You'll be yeah. able to say either one and it'll Okay, you'll be able to say either one and it will totally work. Uh -huh. yeah. Okay. But no, I was just thinking when it comes to coding, you know, instead right of now? you know <laughs> having to write a totally new intent which is not really creating a totally new intent, it's pretty yeah. much copying the intent you already have and just putting it to match the language model, but you know. Oh well whatever. Yeah. Uh, what are you gonna do on Upwork? Are you gonna also try to get like gigs like build voice apps for yourself or are you gonna do something else like translating and stuff? Um yeah I'm going to use look for voice apps and things that we can wonder what's wrong more with clients for us and okay. so. Oh yeah. Alright Samir what are you working on? You were working on Google Translate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What were you oh. working on? Uh oh, sorry, give me one second to tell No, I mean it doesn't have to. I'll talk about what I did. You were all over the place. Yeah. I'll tell you why too. Um, so first we started off with trying to get our testing Joe not testing Joe. Sorry. First we wanted to set up Wi-Fi which worked, but help was being a meanie and didn't work. Oh, explain that a little bit. What was the problem we ran into with Google Home devices? So Google Home devices do not will not uh, log allow you to connect if your Wi-Fi requires some sort of like a login to a page. Which is what OIC Wireless does. So in order to get around that, we we thought to create our own uh, hotspot using one of our laptops' Wi-Fi connection, mm -hmm. and we did that. But Hub still wouldn't connect properly. So and we don't know why. We don't know why. Next step will probably be to bring in a router and bridge it um, <laughs> next week. I have several routers that can do that. Genius. Um, then after that, we wanted to work on Google Transactions API. So I was looking at the uh, Ooh. Sorry, we had we came in contact with someone who did build out the transactions. Thank you, Renato. Yeah, thank you, Renato. And then, so I looked at the code, and if we wanted to do it for probably ran into there. If we wanted to do it for digital transactions, which is initially what we thought we were going to do, we have to create a <coughs> dummy APK that's in our Google Play Store. That's the only way to do it. Because otherwise, Google does not allow you to create a transaction uh, for digital goods unless it's built into a, uh, an application in the Play Store, which just seems like ridiculous amounts of work. So, then, so we're deciding to do it for uh, physical goods, which doesn't require an APK in, on the Play Store. So that's going to be on the, this coming week to work on. After that, we moved on to getting Jobo V2 dry cleaner working on Alexa and we ran into issues where it's not popping up on the console at all so that's what we're trying to debug now. That's what, we, that's what I did about this. Hell of a day. Yeah. And currently you think it's that Jobo V2 does not work with Firestore? That's my current thinking so I'm just trying to work on that. It's the theory right now we're gonna yeah. see if that's right. I think it's really poor engineering on the Google team that they will not allow any that they won't let my dry cleaner get published because we don't have transactions 
But in order to add the right kind of transactions that we want, we have to create an Android app, despite the fact that our entire service centered on the fact that we don't want an Android app. So I think with voice becoming more popular, Google's gonna have to figure out a way to allow customer or to allow developers to add transactions in without having to have an Android app to be able to sell digital goods. It makes sense for Clash of Clans. Like if they are going to add transactions in, for people to be able to buy more cards or buy new cards, they should have an Android app. For us, building an app for the Google Assistant, why should we have to have an Android app to be able to sell digital goods? Maybe their intention is that what we're doing is a physical good, which means that the path is working perfectly. We said, screw the Android app, we're just gonna sell a physical good. Yeah. But what if more people do start selling digital goods? Like what if, when, when, when video games become more popular on Amazon Alexa and Clash of Clans is now an Alexa or a Google action, people are still gonna wanna buy those digital goods using their voice and hopefully they don't require new video games. Or cheat codes and stuff. Or cheat, yeah, whatever, cheat codes level up. What, in Pokemon they have like boosts of the ability to see yeah. Pokemon? It's gonna be like a RPG storytelling game where there will be a narrator and you are a character, you'll pick your version, your type of character you'll be going through and you, you'll like, it's kind of like, um, um, what's the one, not Dungeons and Dragons, but uh... RuneScape? No, what's the one game where you get together and it's like a storyteller and like, you need really good storytellers. Is it Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, you're yeah, thinking yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. So it's gonna be something like that. Like, but um, I wanted to talk about what I did today. Um, so I was getting all of the leads in order for dry cleaner. Um, reached out to a couple, um, and then I was researching one, and they are using a. a uh, iPhone app right now to schedule pickups and so that's a good sign it's 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 a uh, dry cleaner in Cleveland um, it's very promising but the iPhone app had very bad reviews on the Apple Store so it's room for us to make where they missed and we can look at their reviews and see what we're gonna like us looking at these reviews is allows us to see what problems we're gonna run into and what customers expect when they do order a pickup through dry cleaning and so if we own this software product that the, the companies are paying for um, we'll have to monitor how well the customers feel and how well the actual business is doing though it's mostly their fault like if there is a bad pickup and their review their app will get negatively reviewed it does reflect on us um, so I did uh, looked at the leads um, and then I scheduled a call with Dawn I'm talking with her at four today yeah I had a call um, with O'Shea, he is our. He owns a house cleaning business and other businesses that he thinks can benefit from voice. And so, we he's sending me some information, um, some copy. What else? I also reached out to a, um, internet IP lawyer and tech lawyer from Case Western Reserve, um, just to ask. Like I tried to set up a coffee with him in February, but. His son got sick, so we had to postpone, and I never reset it up. So um, I'm trying to just get on a phone call with him and ask him a couple questions about the legality of doing partnerships and things like that, and what value does creating the code base, and what value is, you know, making connections and and getting um, the product in the hands of you know dry cleaners and things like that. 
Um, and then I, as we were looking at the Google Analytics, I had the idea that, and we, we saw that we had people coming to our site from India and Brazil and things, and with Carlos being able to turn the apps into Spanish and Portuguese, I think we should look at the dry cleaning board, not of just the US, but of Brazil and of every other you know, Latin American country that is, uh, that has access to the voice apps. Mm -hmm. So I think the first step for me is to look at which countries have voice, and then second, are there associations that have dry cleaners in those countries? Um, that's about it. Good work today. I don't know, any uh, improvement? Maybe we, is there anything that we did last semester that people think that we should do better this semester? Like what made us successful last semester? In everyone's opinion. Uh, for weekly hack days, daily meetups. Yeah, that's what I thought. The daily meetups. Just always creating, I, for me, creating an environment where people are able to work. Yeah, that's why I, I, I want to continue hack night. And at the very least, we'll just have, we could have hack night like in here, you know, or on campus. Because I think... Closer to campus. It was, better. yeah, it was like kind of hard for people. To, it, the hacker house environment was nice, mm -hmm. but it was too far and like women don't want to walk alone at night around 4th Street and stuff like that, you know? And so that's like an instant no, you know? So I think it'd be nice to be able to put a location on the posters this semester. Instead of a phone number. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. That way they just go. And we so, just put a location. But also when I do get the phone number, we're going to, we, we're going to yeah, try to do it. We're discussing. There. Yeah. I think maybe sometimes we'll go back there, but. So where where is it? I wonder what it, what it would take. No, that's what I'm saying. That's I wonder what it would take to reserve the bottom, the basement of here. It's gonna be too bad. Or some room. I'm trying to see if some of the rooms even there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some dope room. What would be sick is if we could get the brainstorming room, but we're not grad students. We're not grad students. I, I checked well, the desk today and nobody was sitting there, and I'm like, well, I should just go in there and work. Yeah. Well, we could just say that we're actually applying to grad school, so we are grad students. I don't think that would fly. <laughs> Why not? I mean, a professor's calling me a grad student, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just forward her your email. Yeah, I'm a grad student, and then you forward the email. And I'm like, all right. She's putting me on the papers and everything. I'm like, oh, yeah. all right, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. It's on every page. Um, all right, so. and that's the conclusion of the voice first work session review podcast episode. Go Bucks.